K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a Welcome to the podcast dojo, baby. You know where it is. It's black on both sides. I want to have your host, King Kunta 3X, my immaculate, world-renowned, locally known, universally recognized, 9 out of 10 dentists support this dude, co-host. I don't know how I could do it without him. He's the reason for the season. He's the wind beneath my proverbial wings. Mr. Be Honest. What up, B? What's going on, man? What's going on on this holiday weekend? Giving you your flowers, man, while you can smell them. Man. Have you been watching these uh, NBA uh, semis again? These conference finals? Yeah, I've been watching. Uh, well, I mean, you know, not the West because that's done. But I've been watching the East. Um, I think that Kawhi, even though he's hurt, he's killing it. I have a slightly different take. Okay. You think he's faking? All hail the true king of the North. Kawhi Leonard is the Jon Snow we deserve. Oh, Wow. <laughs> wow. You make anything nerdy. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. How you gonna make basketball nerdy, man? He's doing it. <laughs> he's doing the damn thing. That was Kawhi Leonard laugh. But I anyway, uh, I mean he's he's killing it. I'm really disappointed with Giannis, but back when these playoffs started, I don't know if you and I you and I talked about it, but I think I might have said to you or someone in the Slack that um Giannis can't shoot. Right. I said he and Ben Simmons are very comparable. No, no, he's not as bad as Ben Simmons, but he's not far off. I think the problem with um, with well, Gian- want to the problem with Giannis is his coach, though. Is it though? Yeah, I think so. The problem with Giannis is that he needs to just work more on honing his jump shot. He needs an eighteen and twenty footer. He does. Got to have it. He does, but his coach is not playing to his strengths, though. The I mean, you know, the guys on the on which are what slashing. It, uh, well, slashing and and overpowering. He's bully he's ball. the kind of yeah. He plays bully ball, but the problem though is you can't bully ball three people. You can bully ball yeah. one person, sometimes two people, because he can split with that euro step. Three people, it's not happening. And I, all the guys on inside the NBA called it out. They're just lining up a wall against him, and it's just every well, time they just keep trying to beat down the wall. It's not happening. That's why I say he's got to learn how to shoot. Got to get a fifteen footer at least. Eighteen to twenty is probably you know ideal. But in any event, you know, is the curse broken? Which curse? The Drake, the Aubrey Graham sports team curse. There was a curse? Yeah, if Aubrey cheers for your team, you're fucked. Oh, come on. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's been the case with, like, uh, college basketball teams. Like, Kentucky was, like, doing the Kentucky thug dizzle that it does in college basketball. And that motherfucker Aubrey put on a Kentucky jersey. Ain't been the same since. Let me think of somebody else. I mean, it's kind of a thing. It's a thing thing. I'm not buying this. If Aubrey starts becoming a random fan of your team, like this year, college football, you know who he was a fan of? (laughs) Alabama. Oopsie, Scrootles. Come on, man. I mean, think about it. If you were Aubrey Graham, Drake, and you could, you know, fly around and you world, you know, like yourself, world-renowned, locally known, you really accept it. You can just, you know, be a fan of any fucking body you want. They let you into their facilities and shit. I mean, wouldn't you do the same thing? Just go root for all the teams, everything that's hot in the streets? 
Sure, but that doesn't make it. They don't have. They don't have anything to do with a curse being on his name. Well, right? the curse is most of these teams he becomes fans of overnight tend to go the wrong way or don't win the don't win the big thing. That's silly, man. Come on, man. We'll see, man. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> no, what do you think on. about these sidelines, though? You think it's cool he's out there riding on the court? No. Dancing the halftime show. N- no, touching the coaches and shit. Keep putting on, the coach man. massages. Nah, that's really weird. Giving Giannis a massage? I'm joking. That I believe funny, that. Though. I believe that if if he were in the press conference at the end of the game, be like, yeah, man. So what we did today was we. Uh, I I really believe he would. He thinks he's part of it, and he's. I mean, I guess they called him the ambassador like four seasons ago, and he just never let that go. Well, let's be honest. Be honest. We don't know what the fuck he does up there in Canada with this team. We have no idea. <laughs> Literally, we have no idea why. Because this shit's in Canada. The yeah. only thing that, you know, the only legitimate thing about this being from Canada is that Dr. James Naismith, who invented basketball, if you don't know that, you probably should turn in your man card, is from Canada. So this is the biggest thing to happen up north regarding b-ball in quite some time, and Drake, Aubrey Graham's been a part of it. Next thing you'll be telling me is that um, LeBron is a, a music producer. No, he's just an a right now. <laughs> Though he is uh, really hyping up and feeling the new Rick Ross Port of Miami Two that's coming out. Yeah, I saw that earlier today. Right. Yeah. So I mean, he's got time on his hands, living his best life. Being him, you know, who else is living their best life. <laughs> you. I like what you're doing there, but apparently, did you see that shit I posted in the Slack about the fried watermelon. Steak sandwich. I did see the fried watermelons, but what is that on the outside of the watermelon? I don't know. It's like a so there's a special listeners. So there's a special watermelon that's called like a oh shit. What was it called? It's called the uh, ham watermelon. No, no. So it's a watermelon. It's a variety of watermelon that's wagyu. Very, wagyu. Wagyu watermelon. Wag wagyu melon. Sandwich. Wagyu melon. And so it's it's a a cousin of of watermelon. <laughs> so it's a fruit. It's a sweet watermelon, I assume. So this restaurant in New York City has been doing things with this with this fruit to make it look like a meat option. One of the things is they call it uh, uh, watermelon ham. So they made this thing look like an actual, you know, canned ham. Well, not to be outdone, they decided to take this shit to the next level. So they decided, because of its namesake, Wagyu, you've heard of Wagyu steak. Right. They decided to do a take on a Japanese classic, which is a Wagyu steak sandwich. <laughs> so they've taken, you know, I guess a piece of brioche bread. I don't know, white bread, uh, accoutrement. Uh, and then they have a piece of the watermelon fruit that they have breaded, slowly hand breaded in panko breadcrumbs and then deep fried. White people are amazing. I don't even know if it's white people. It's Who, people. No, they show, and, the, they, show, they show the proprietor of the business. It's a white guy. He didn't look white to me. Not well, you're talking about the the ham or the sandwich? Sandwich. This guy was talking about the sandwich. He could be things. I don't know. He's Italian or something, but that's white. Come on. I'm not sure my white people up. Anyway, I digress, listeners. So they're they're taking a piece of watermelon fruit, breading it in the panko breadcrumbs, deep frying that son of a bitch, slapping between two pieces of bread, and calling that shit a wagyu steak sandwich. No, there was some kind fried of spread. Watermelon sandwich. There was some kind of spread too. What was the spread? It, all of it was gross though. The spread was probably some chipotle. I don't know. Don't <laughs> be lying. I don't know. Would you try that shit, man? No, 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 no. It doesn't seem like it should work at all. 
<sighs> a deep fried piece of watermelon. I don't, I don't know. No, man. I don't, nah. Kevin, no Dave, Kevin Davis of the um, Where the Hell Is It At Music Love Life show has um, tried to tell us that dragon fruit is very is a very meaty fruit that some people substitute as a as a, no the jackfruit excuse yeah, me yeah yeah people do that with jackfruit I don't really Ugh. fuck with it people try to say it's got a ham consistency I don't know nah bro. I, but I've seen that nah, bro. out here in California dragon fruit uh, jackfruit wagyu melons nah that's just that doesn't seem appealing to me and then listen, the, you gotta Google this shit if you haven't seen it already it was pretty big in social media this past week it's called the uh, deep fried wa- watermelon sandwich it's crazy. And then you got these two eater, these two uh, people trying to say how good it is. Like, I don't believe either of you motherfuckers. <laughs> right, right. One of them is obviously a well-known competitive eater. This is a woman that does competitive eating contests. So I don't give a fuck what you think it tastes like. You're used to shoveling God knows what in your mouth and, you know, for times. So you don't give right. a shit. And then the other guy looked like the type of guy that would that would enjoy a fried watermelon sandwich. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, this looks like this is right in your wheelhouse. Yeah. I don't, Coach, I don't know if you went to school with white people when you were in like your younger grades or whatever, but we always had a contest to see, well, it wasn't even a contest. Pretty much, you could get a white person to eat any concoction of any anything for like a dollar. So you would mix mayonnaise and ketchup, put some fries in there, maybe some greens, a little bit of that square pizza you had at lunch, and some Coke with some milk, mix that all together, and they'll drink that shit for a dollar. Was that was that the experience you had as well? Pretty much. <laughs> right. so Pretty much. That guy looked just like one of those guys. I don't. I don't care what you say. Yeah, man. That this shit is 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 crazy. So um, I don't know, man. The funny thing about vegetarians and vegans in general is that they love being vegetarian and vegan so much. Are they always trying to make meat substitutes for shit they actually want to eat? <laughs> right. Have you seen that Impossible Burger? Does, has that made its round to California? Yeah, I actually like the Impossible Burger. What is that? When I close my eyes and eat it. What is well, it? If I look at it while I'm eating, it doesn't, it, 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 the meat gets weird. What is it? <laughs> right? <laughs> plant-based, that's what it is. But what plant? Don't give me that. It's yeah, plant-based. right? It's impossible. <laughs> I'm not eating that shit. Sorry. It's not bad. Just close your eyes. If you close your eyes, you'll swear you're eating meat. <sighs> <laughs> impossible uh, I mean, It reminds me of this old Saturday Night Live skit uh, Called Not Yogurt <laughs> Where the skit was Hmm, uh, what's this? Not yogurt And then say, like, oh, but it's tasty That's right, what is it? It's not yogurt Wow. Then, you know, the person's eating it I think their husband comes in And he's like, hey, try this, what is it? Not yogurt And he tries some and he starts having like anaphylactic shock I'm like, oh my God, what was in here? It's like, not, not yogurt. yogurt. Right. It's like, it's, the guys clearly have an anaphylactic shock and they need to know what was in it. And the, the, you know, the voiceover keeps saying, it's not yogurt. So, any event, I digress. Uh, I don't know what the fuck's in the Impossible Burger. I know <laughs> I haven't broken out or had anaphylactic shock. So, impossible. I just want to say before we move on, I want to make sure that because because we've been talking about it all these weeks here, we've been leading people up to this. I just want to say I don't even want to talk about the episode, but I do want to say that I give a thumbs down to Game of Thrones finale. It fell apart totally. I'm not satisfied, and it goes in the shit can for me. What about you? I give them titties four thumbs down, <laughs> Rick James. Yeah, man, it's pretty fucked up. You know, we're not gonna hide this shit from you, listeners. We tried to talk about the last episode of Game of Thrones, but 
it was boring as fuck because we don't care because it ended terribly. Yeah. If you don't know that by now, then hey, are you really going to watch Game of Thrones? Probably not. So good luck going forward to the D's uh, on their new project, Star Wars, uh, closing the chapter of Luke Skywalker. That can only be an improvement. I doubt it. Yeah. So, listeners, we're not trying to cock tease you. We're not trying to be facetious, but that shit sucked. The end. Yeah. We're trying to give you pre. We're trying to give you hard hitting, exciting content. That ain't it. Speaking of hard hitting content, hey, B, how do you feel about Tyler the Creator? Yikes! This is not going to be good, is it? No, it's not. Um, I, I, I get it. I, I totally get it. But I'm just not a fan. I, I appreciate that him and his crew try to not be the norm and they kind of express themselves wherever they are and they don't try to make up for it by putting pretty, pretty like, you know, shindigs on it. It's just, it is what it is. I appreciate that. I think that they're creative. I just don't think they're really creative. They're just, cre- they're like mediocrely creative and they know somebody who can make a beat, so they got on the beat together. Frank Ocean, completely mediocre. I don't think he's a great singer or songwriter. Everybody in their crew is just mediocre to me. They just didn't want to get jobs, so they decided to just create stuff, and enough people like what they're creating, so hey, but as far as me, eh, I don't see see what, see what what people get out of it. Thank you, be honest. Anyway, Igor, Tyler Creator's new album is fucking amazing. It's awesome. I think he's really going to be like the next great producer. Uh, it's like, you know, some of the some of his song choices, his selections, it's just, I mean, it's an album album. The whole thing tells a story. It came out last, I want to say Tuesday? Wednesday. How do you spell it? Igor? Igor, I-G-O-R. Okay. Yeah, it's a... Uh, it's an ode to uh, the Neptunes. And you can hear a lot of the Neptunes influence on on his sounds. He's got synths in there. And it's just, uh, it's really, it pushes a lot of boundaries, I think, creatively, musically. You know, because one of the things that, you know, I have ears similar to a Beyonce, meaning that I kind of hear music differently than a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. So it's very... You know, it keeps my ears engaged with what he did on production on Igor. And I would encourage anybody, if you are a fan of Tyler, the creator, if you want to know what the hubbub is, why do people like him? Why do your favorite artists befriend him? Like Miss Badu, Erica Badu is a big friend of, supporter of Tyler, the creator. Uh, why do the people that are killing it in the industry seem to have a relationship with this guy? Check this album out. Um, so were the the Neptunes important enough to have an ode written about them? I mean, honestly, I'd say they have an iconic sound. I, yeah, I'd yeah, say, but, yeah, but they have a very but, iconic sound. Yeah, sound like the, I agree. Their, their their sound is you know their you know their sound. It was on a lot of hits, but weren't all those hits kind of bubblegumish and like not important? Think about it now. We, important for the club, yes. But what did the Neptunes ever do that meant that meant something? I think. Tyler, the creator, uh, is not a socially conscious rapper or a rapper with any type of message. Right. I think the message is actually the quality of the music itself. Okay. And so from a just a sound uh, profile, I think, yes, the Neptunes could be someone worthy of an ode. Okay. Uh, uh, from a so what socially, absolutely there's not. I mean, what, you got Pharrell singing happy? I guess, right. but as from as a sound and how they structure their music, yeah, I could see it very easily. They have a lot of influences. They, you know, they got some Beatles in there. 
uh, Chad is is crazy, and I'd love to know what all of Chad uh, his influences were. Right. Uh, but yeah, so no, it, it it sounds it sounds really it sounds so nice. You should give it a listen. To be honest, you yeah. should you should just. I rarely say this. I don't really give a fuck what Tyler Creator's rapping about. Okay, I like his voice. All of that shit is just you know shock value and kind of just keep it riding the beat. It's not really you know a lot, a lot, lot there. Uh, but the music itself is pretty good. So Igor, it dropped. Uh, it's doing well in the charts. Um, another album doing well in the charts. YG. Uh, really, he's out here really in the West Coast, care. California. Really don't care about that. Uh, you know, it's a vibe. I mean, if you with it, you with it. If you're not, you're not. It's kind of a, you know, it's a, it, definitely a very, very West Coast sound. Uh, unapologetic. He is, he's like a Crip version, not a Crip, a blood version of Nipsey. If Nipsey was a nigga that didn't read. Ever. <laughs> like if Nipsey Damn. got all of his information from somebody literally just telling it to him secondhand. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> I'm being honest. So yeah. So he's like, wow. Yeah, man. So you're friends with Nipsey. That's odd. <laughs> <laughs> you were probably quiet a lot, huh? <laughs> wow. Just soaking it up. So his album's called For Real For Real. And uh, he makes a lot of uh, braggadocious claims about now being, uh, you know, when you think of West Coast, you only think of Nip and him. I'm like, uh, excuse me? There are a lot of people that say he... Um, As if Kendrick Lamar does not live and breathe today. But that's a whole other conversation. There are a lot of people that say uh, he's, he's trying to... F- Push the gay agenda in hip hop too. Who? A YG. Why do you think that? All the little dress socks, pretty socks and shoes and tight. He pants. says hard. He got a song about that called Hard Bottoms and a. Let me look at it. It was. Uh, where is it? Uh, well, the, hard bottoms. The killers, and white the socks. killers are saying killers don't don't dress like that. So stop saying hard c- bottoms and white socks, man. Stop doing killer music and dressing like a, a whatever. That's what you know. That's that's what I hear. The rumblings, but I mean, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a killer or West Coast, so I don't know. Nigga, if, that's the first song off the album, "Hard Bottoms and White Socks." Yeah, come on, man. That ain't is that is that gangster? I don't know. Is that gangster? I, I don't. You know, I'm a transplant. We have to ask our podcast uh, <laughs> brother, Beyond, uh, uh, Baylor the Great, about that. I don't, I don't know. But that go loco. <laughs> I fucks that go loco. That go loco go hard. Go loco. I saw a video. He arriba, thought, arriba. Is that the one where he's doing the Illuminati shit? Uh, I don't know about that, but he's wearing like a an all red mariachi, mariachi costume. No, he's got one now where he's going to a, a, a what's that party out in the woods that they did the owl thing. Oh no, Bohemian really? Bohemian Grove or whatever. He's he's doing that. He's reenacting that. So I don't know why. What these- if I were to tell you he recently said that he realizes now that he was friends with Jesus? You know who he's talking about? Yeah, you do. He, he was talking about Nip. So, so anyway, so just keeping that energy. So, like I said, YG, he, he seems like a solid dude that just don't read. But, um, so he's dedicating uh, multiple tracks, if not the entire album. He's giving actual, uh, you know, um, 
He's going to give some royalties to Nipsey's children. Right. So, but oh, eh, I'm throwing a penalty. Brrr, throwing, a, throwing a penalty on the play. They just got on Reggie Bush because Reggie Bush said he was going to do that. His kids don't need nothing. He, no, he's no, no, no. A, he's Reggie rich. Bush tried to start a fundraiser. So what? It's all money going to the kids, right? Who, why no, is it no, a, no. A fundraiser for a nigga that don't know you because Reggie and Nip were not close. Uh-huh. How, why does it matter that, if the that, kids that, get it? That's kind of a violation. You should ask somebody. But apparently... <laughs> You know, Nip was like that that disciple, like one of the one of not Nip. I'm sorry. YG was like one of Nip's like apostles, like not the smart one though. <laughs> Damn. Like the nigga that was like talking to Judas and didn't realize Judas was Judas. Right. <laughs> Judas, Judas. They were like, oh damn, oh shit, Judas did that. That's crazy. I was just talking to him. Right. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Um. Anyway, man. So, long story short, uh, you know, I can I, I can appreciate that. Uh, it seems like he's got the family's permission, which is the big difference between that and Reggie Bush, right? And you know, that's cool because I don't know if this album is going to move units nationally. Kind of doubt it because I've heard the whole thing. And like I said, you know, he's just you're not going to find YG in a library. You're just not going, that's not going to happen. So do you think he dedicated some of the royalties to Nip's kids so that his album would do better? Is it possible he's nah. cloud-chasing? Nah. Nah, you see, it's like, a, YG is kind of like a, every rapper from like a, the late 90s to early 2000s who's every New York rapper who actually hit from like the late 90s to early 2000s. Like, it doesn't really matter what they make. They kind of have a built-in fan base in that area no matter what. Right. It's like country singers in Texas. It's like, you know. Nashville. There's always been people that are going to buy your shit out there. It's, right. it's regional. Right. It's like E-40. When's the last time you bought an E-40 album? I hate E-40, but they love him in the Bay. Nigga, what do you... Hate's a strong word, B. I hate that goofy sound shit. I hate that shit. Now that Choices song, I like that shit because it's stupid. <laughs> Come on, man. How you going to hate on, on E-40 Funzarella, it sounds, Playboy he sounds, partner? He sounds corny. He's just trying to get his mail. That shit sounds corny as hell. It has from, since, since the 90s. Come on, man. I get off on your ass like a... Well, I can't even remember what the, the shit is. It's so stupid. Come on, dude. I don't. I can't co-sign this shit, man. Yeah, I don't know why you hate on E-40. It's, it's goddamn. It's uh, corny. He's an institution. He's E-40... Is to California I don't as care. UGK is to Houston, Texas. I don't care. I mean, it's well, corny to me. In general. No, UGK is hard everywhere. Nobody says UGK is corny anywhere. I guarantee you, a lot of people say E40 is corny. The way that he talks, that whole little language he 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 created or whatever, it's corny, man. That's corny. But you know what? A lot of California dudes are corny. I've noticed that. Even dudes from Compton. I know. I know a guy from Compton. He's a really close friend of mine, but he's kind of a cornball. Wow. Wow. All right, man, whatever. All I know is that YG is going to, you know, give the Nipsey's kids a percentage. By the way, speaking of Nipsey's kids, it looks as if uh, custody has been awarded to Nipsey's sister of his oldest daughter. Okay. Uh, the mother apparently had some warrants or something that came out this past week. Sounds so strange. And so she, you know, judge like, nah. I'm not sure if that's good or bad, to be honest with you. I don't know anything well, about it. It just is. Either way, it is. It is. It is. I mean, this is how these things go. You know, Nipsey and Lauren were not married. And even if they were, that's still what mean Lauren had adopted uh, his, oldest ch- his oldest daughter. Right. So it just, it just is what, what it fucking is. Uh, speaking of shit that is what it fucking is, uh, 
I saw that shit you posted in the in the Slack room. Be honest about the motivational speaker Tony Robbins. You sound angry at me. I'm not angry at you. I just saw this shit. I'm like, think about this. Be honest. Let's say that people just did whatever the fuck you said. And they just paid money to come hear you tell them to do whatever the fuck you tell them to do. Right. That's a lot of power. Okay. It really is. So I can I can I can easily imagine a scenario where Tony Robbins has either let that power go to his head or Tony Robbins has let that power go to his head and has tried to to finesse some situations that you know, people didn't want to finesse. I can see that shit. So you're giving these white people a pass is what you're saying now. Absolutely not. Speaking of white people getting a pass, which they should not. No, Tony Robbins, you know, just like Harvey Weinstein, if these things happen, I think I saw his four women, might be up to six now. I don't know. They can get his ass. If he did this, he did this. What do you mean Speaking if he did it? You saw it with your own eyes. He did it. What? You didn't see the video? I read a different story where they had allegations. I didn't. So I saw you posted a link. I assumed it was to the story that I read about the allegations. <laughs> There's actually something that happened in the it's in a a video, video on nigga. film. It's a video of him saying nigga like 10 times. You didn't click the click the fucking link, man. Wait, you, I'm talking about sexual assault victims. Oh, I thought you were talking about Tony Robbins. Yeah, Tony Robbins. No, this is about no, no, no. That's why I said, "Are y'all canceling him?" You didn't listen to the video. <laughs> oh, that means you don't know the story that Tony Robbins got has like these four or six sexual assault. No, uh, pe- people said these me too's. No, I didn't know anything about. Holy that. shit! All right, well, goddamn, listeners. <laughs> That's why this is black on both sides. So Tony Robbins got maybe four to six women who were saying that he was inappropriate with them and or sexually assaulted them. Now, be honest, you're telling me you had a link of him saying nigga? Of, like a lot of times. Like over Holy and over. Holy shit. Well, fuck you, Tony Robbins. Like just all the way. Uh, Tony Robbins is out here just doing nigga, whatever. Fuck Tony Robbins. He's all the way canceled. Hope <laughs> they get his ass. I didn't I didn't hear anything about. So how many women did he, did he assault? There's four to six right now. I want to say six, but I'm not sure. Yeah, that's the story I read. And so listen, I saw your this. link. Listen to this. I just assumed... Because it happened. Because that response, I seen you right now. When you're ready to explode, and what you've done is given that person absolute control of you. You have no control in your life. You are still a slave. <laughs> I said you are. When you're being enslaved by you and nothing else, and I said I'd like to have you be free because I'm free and I'm white. So why don't you pretend that we're going to get you free right now? I suggest here's the way to do it. Everyone, stand up. And let you be I said stand up. Come on, try something with me. Trust me, just for a moment, pretend I'm black. <laughs> I get him to stand up, right? Now I'll stand up. I said, now you guys, just do what I do, just for a minute, if you really want to be free, and if you want to have some fun. So let's try this. I stood up and I said, okay, follow me, do what I say, say what I say, move the way I move. I'm a nigger, you're a Fuck that nigga. Yo, and he was talking to a group of white people about what he did in front of some black people. And it goes on and on. He says nigger by 10 more times. You know, I canceled Kramer, and Kramer had done a lot more for me than Tony Robbins. (laughs) Yo, (laughs) I didn't even hear about the sexual assault, but you had the sexual assault and this. Come on, man. This guy's gone. Four more women accused. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> That's the heading that I read Four more women accused Tony Robbins of sexual misconduct Wow Okay Wow Saying Robbins groped him Exposed himself Or may 
made unwanted advances during the 1980s, 1990s, and early 2000s. Four women, three former followers, and a personal assistant. Wow. Damn. Hold on, hold on, listen. As long as somebody's called you nigger, and get that kind of response, I see you right now, when you're ready to explode, then what you've done is given that person absolute control of you. You have no control in your life. You are You are still a nigger. What? Nah, fuck this dude. That's what he, that, he tried to play. He tried to pretend like he was he was empowering black people by saying, "Oh no, he's he's had a shitty week then." So no, hey, fuck him. He's fucked. <laughs> wow, this is the first time ever on Black on Both Sides where we both came from a different angle with a different story and met about the, the same ass dude, <laughs> and he's still fucked either way. <laughs> yes, be honest, he's canceled. Okay, I, that's what I was asking. So y'all just gonna let this guy I walk guess around? Deservedly so. That's fucking crazy, man. I saw that shit. I just like. Well, I just saw this today. It has to be about the sexual assault. What else could it be? <laughs> nope. <laughs> he's using the he's dropping in bombs left and right. Looks like the eighties. Looks like the eighties, probably. Maybe it doesn't matter. Fuck you, Tony early, Robbins. Mid nine, maybe nineties. It might have been the early nineties. Yeah, but he had like the little, uh, the little, the little layered haircut, so it looks like something from the nineties. But anyway, yeah, he's going. All right, man. So I gotta clear up some hotel shit. So Harvey Weinstein recently reached a settlement with some of his alleged victims. I want to say about $40 million. And I think that um, one actress, uh, Ashley Judd, is not being a part of that. And her case is going to move forward. And so the Hoteps are saying that Bill Cosby was never offered an opportunity to settle his cases. You with me so far? Yes. One fucking problem, Hoteps. We're talking about civil cases, you dumb fucks. Right. You can't settle a criminal case for money. True. So Harvey Weinstein's criminal trial is still going forward. Right. We're talking about the civil shit, his pockets, all that wealth he had accumulated. So he's going to, you know, be saving a lot of that because he settled. And I guess he'll be using the rest for his defense in the criminal matter. And in the civil case with Ashley Judd, Bill Cosby actually did pay motherfuckers off yes. with settlement payments. So yeah, Bill Cosby did have the opportunity to do this, and he took advantage of it. But so, we're talking about criminal cases. So are you saying that hoteps have knowledge of self, but not just regular knowledge? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'd say that. <laughs> Damn, I was joking. Punch your local hotep. They probably deserve it. <laughs> I don't even know if they have knowledge of self, to be honest with you. They, they, they kind of made up that, too. No, I man, I just saw this shit on social media about... Oh, Bill Cosby didn't get a chance to do this. Harvey, Harvey Weinstein sells. Bill Cosby didn't get a chance to sell. Motherfucker, we're talking about civil cases. I bet Bill yes, Cosby paid Bill more. Cosby did. I bet he paid more in settlements than... than of course he did. Yeah. He's been giggity, giggity, giggity for a, long, a lot longer. He paid girls well, actually, I, don't, I don't know that. I don't know that. So I don't know how old Harvey Weinstein actually is. He ain't 80, though. Yeah. So yeah, back to what I said. Bill Cosby's been doing this a lot longer. Right. Jesus, man. So, yeah, Hoteps, relax. Relax. Bill Cosby is living his best life. That's what he said. He says jail is an interesting, exciting experience. Damn. Would he lie about that? Yes. Probably not. Probably not. All right, B. So, I was at a, a, a graduation party, like, the other night. Uh, college graduation, um, friend of a friend, and it was a house party, a pajama jammy jam. It wasn't a pajama jammy jam, but it was a house party, old school house party. Drinks is flowing, cigarettes are being smoked, 
you know, people just loose and just talking, shooting the shit. So I was uh, in the presence of, you know, just said, painting a picture. Dynamic is mostly Latino plus Kunta and plus two Asian Americans. A one apparently was Vietnamese, Asian, a Vietnamese American. The other was Chinese Argentinian. Weird. I didn't know they did that. Yeah. And so for whatever fucking reason, the Chinese Argentinian and the Vietnamese American decided to give a list of how they rank other Asians amongst themselves. Hmm. The thing that was interesting to me is the Vietnamese guy admitted that Chinese were considered near the top. And he said something along the lines of, well, they, you know, they're kind of like the base of the civilization. I was thinking to myself, you don't know any Japanese people, do you? They would disagree. And you sure as fuck don't know any Koreans. They would really disagree. And they'd both be wrong. Chinese are the baseline of the, the culture. I don't, who knows? Japanese culture is pretty old too, but whatever. Um, so whatevs. The interesting thing is the Vietnamese guy did not, under any circumstances, want to be compared to Cambodians. Because Cambodians, quote, eat with their feet. <laughs> Whoa, that's fucked up. Now, he, the precursor was this, just because I get tan easily, don't compare me to a fucking Cambodian. Hmm. See what I did there? Yeah. Now, I'm three dudes away from him. Yeah. So, you know, I know what that means. We're talking about a color scale. Right. Why else would you say, just because I tan easily, don't fucking compare me to a Cambodian. Right, no, I get it. Particularly when we're talking about a listing of how Asians see themselves amongst themselves from different uh, countries. Right. Uh, just to be crystal clear, Chinese, Japanese, Korean. Um, uh, what would I say after that? I guess Taiwanese maybe? But that's really an offshoot of, of, of Chinese. Of Chinese. Yep. Um, Laotian. No, no, Laotian and Viet. You would think, oh, and so and somebody said, well, what about Laotian? Aren't they like adjacent to Vietnam? Right. <laughs> Same thing. Huh. Fuck them. Wow. So, uh, and then, so, you know, the, you've got Filipino. That's got to be, Well, that's, they, they're not well thought of. No, Thai, that's because they're not. mixed with Spanish people or something, right? Filipinos are. Oh, uh, they were colonized. So that's why they have a lot of yeah. Spanish influence in their country. Yeah. I don't, wouldn't say they were mixed per se. I would just say they were colonized. Okay. It, and as a result, they adopted the religion of the colonizer and a lot of their names and ultimately some of their languages. Like, it would be like saying that, you know, uh, shout out to French Reggie is actually French. We don't believe that shit. Right. <laughs> I mean, he speaks French, but, you know, he's not. You know, he may, I doubt it, have a drop of, of French blood mixed with his Haitian blood, but I, I, I would, it's possible, I guess, but maybe, I, unlikely, maybe. Same thing. Same thing here. So, so th my thought is, like, fuck, man. 
being dark skinned is really the worst. <laughs> Treated the worst wherever the fuck you go. Yeah. That's like the the most easy, I guess, ranking of someone. So oh, I'm whiter than you, therefore I must be better. I mean, this shit is no. I was I was stunned. Not really. I wasn't stunned. I was shocked that that these two Asian people had this conversation amongst non-Asian people. But why though? Why do you think that? Do you think they were drunk? That's why. No, no, no. I'm saying, why do you think that when they when they're ranking people, skin color has the is like the ultimate ranking? Do you think that has? I don't know, man. Do you think that's white people in America that that are doing that? Really? I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, for me, I can say, well, I look at the history of America. And then I can, you know, branch out. Okay, I can look at the history of other places that attempted to colonize Africa and were part of the slave trade. But Asia, particularly China, and you know, Vietnam. I'm like, I don't know how they. I don't. I don't know how they got that. I. I would assume that Filipino and Thai people probably, you know, maybe have a view that they aren't viewed in the same esteem as Chinese and maybe Japanese. I've heard people say that, like Ali Ali Wong, who you think is not funny, but I do, has said something to that effect that she's a mutt or or something like that. Um that she married up because her husband is like uh I want to go Korean, I'm not sure. Whereas she may be Vietnamese or Filipino right. Vietnamese. So that was just crazy to me. I think for me, it's always interesting that we can get so caught up in our own race relations within our own race that we forget that there's similar shit happening across the board. And so refreshing is not the right word to say, but it was a reminder <laughs> that... No, that wouldn't be no. the right word. It was a reminder that, oh shit. You know, because you know, that's one of the things they say about black people. You got that good hair. Is it good hair? You got your mix. You got that light skin, that light skin syndrome. So the light skinned syndrome is like the same in Asian culture, except it's inverted. The lighter you go in Asian culture, the more esteem you have. Remember, uh, French Reggie was talking about how he can't get no play because of, you know, him being African, et cetera. And Africans have, you know, have a bad, I guess, reputation for acting, acting the whole ass over there. But he also talked about the beauty uh, uh, habits of some of the Chinese women that he's meeting in China right now, and that they're all trying to lighten, right, and get super. So I just thought that was interesting. That was some interesting shit. Before I got blackout drunk, but that was some interesting shit. That's one of the last things I remember. If you had to, and this just a, this just a thought experiment. If you had to list hair types for best to worst, what would you say is the best? What would you say is the worst? This nigga right here, so curly headed, <laughs> ain't got my single white hair in his beard. I just want to ask, want to ask me, who knows? I I'm, I'm bald. I shave my head. <laughs> ask me this fucking question. Why is that offensive for me to First ask? Off, nigga, some hair. We, if you got some hair, I'd say you're winning. How about that? Well, I mean, we <laughs> we rank basketball players. We rank we rank all this shit. Albums, rappers of the the '90s and 2000s. We rank all this shit. But when it comes to something like hair, now it's taboo. We can't do that. All right, man. Real shit. Real shit. In a interracial situation, what is the worst possible hair outcome? 
<laughs> in an interracial situation? Yeah. What's the worst possible hair outcome? <sighs> I, the frizz ball. The frizz. Yeah, I say the frizz. The frizz ball cannot be fixed. <laughs> Let me replace. It can't be fixed for long. Like Malcolm Gladwell, his hair. Oh, no. That's bad. That's like... <laughs> can't. Just so Nappy Wilson can't pick it. Right, look up Malcolm Gladwell, listeners, if you don't know who that is. Look at his hair. That's that's the, the worst. Chris Ball is not, you know, I have a theory. That's why Vin Diesel won't grow his hair out. I believe it. He looks like the kind of guy who would have that hair. Because he's got the frizz ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you know that there's a famous Brazilian player that's got this huge afro. I guess he doesn't play on the national team anymore. But I, I look at his, at his lettuce. I'm like, wow, man, that's pretty... You must be mad. That's pretty <laughs> fucked up. It's not. Yeah, I'd be angry if I were you. What's that uh, other guy? Sh- What's that guy who's um? He's like Italian, but he's white. Uh, Levy. Um, he's an actor. Uh, what's his name? He's a comedian. He's in. He's in like comedy movies. Um, I think his name is Levy. Marv Levy or something like that. Marv Levy. What the foul? Yes. <laughs> his hair is fucking awful. I don't know what he is, but his shit is awful. All right. So let's so let's do this. We're not going to run away from this. So the frizz ball is probably at the bottom of the scale. As far as worst. Yeah. I, I would rather have just straight up hard, super kinky, super nappy. I would too. 100% off the assembly, African assembly line, nappy roots than the frizz ball. I would too. I mean, the frizz ball doesn't know what the fuck it's doing ever, ever. All I know is when I see someone with a frizz ball is that they're going to pay, if it's a woman, she's going to pay a lot of money <laughs> to look, have it look a certain way for maybe 48 hours. Right. And then the first humid, the humid anything, poof. It's done. Right. It's done. You know, um, what's that girl's name? Amanda Seals, the comedian, Amanda Seals, is that her name? I don't know her. Uh, insecure. Insecure, insecure. Nope, don't know her. She may be hiding her frisball. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, her shit is raggedy too. Yeah, she may be hiding frisball. And um, is that the white girl that works with her at the the foundation? Uh, I don't know. Have because, you ever watched the show? Uh, I don't watch the show. Oh, okay. Because uh, reasons. What about Molly Ringwald? Ah, uh, that's different. That we're not see. We're not talking about the same shit. Be honest. Okay. No, Malcolm Gladwell, we agree on that. Oh, no. She's hiding a frizzball. That's a frizzball. I'm looking at some of her, I'm looking at her best glamour shots. Who? Amanda Seals. Oh, yeah. It's a frizzball. It's, it's, yeah, that's, she's got, yeah, yeah. I see what's happening here, sis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, you know, um, any event. So, uh, frizzball, super kinky. Grade five. Then you got um, that Indian in your family here. You know what's funny? What's fucked up is that all my life I've been told and I've represented others that I have a good grade of hair. Okay. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Well, it doesn't mean anything for you. You're bald. Yeah, but when I had hair. Who cares? I mean, I even used it myself. I was like, you know, well, of course. You know, my kid's going to blah, 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 because I have that, you know, good grade of hair. Right. What the fuck is a good grade of hair? I'm asking you. That's why I said, let's, let's rank them. See, this, this show, I guess, is just not uh, progressive enough to have this conversation. This is a conversation for no-nonsense show where they'll just tell the truth. I understand no, that. No, 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 no. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking, like, all I know 
<laughs> is that there's like there's like you know super steel wool right. hard kinks. No, there's there's those kind they, there's that there's ball. There's that kind you can't fade with the, with the real beads. Like they're like oh, yeah, the beady beads. Yeah. yeah, that's you can't you can't fade that. There's no fade because there's separation between each each, each little um, kink. Yeah, those gods must be crazy beats. Yes, yeah, I got you. Yes, the Bushmen, the Bushmen guys. But then you like, got people like Aborigines. You can do with that, but just have those little balls. That's, that's and they what you seem do. kind of frizz it's just like the frizz. There's nothing you can do with the frizz, but just have the frizz. They're black as shit. They have blonde frizz balls, but whatever. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I think I got I had regular hair. Whatever the fuck that is. But if you ask me what it was, I would say a good grade. Though I don't know what that means. It's fucked up, man. My conditioning's been conditioned. I guess so. By the way, um, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about. You see what Holly Berry did on the uh, on the press tour for um, John Wick Three? No, is she in that? Yeah, didn't know it. It's gotten. Um, see, there's a lot of money to be made, <laughs> so they've they've blown this shit up. It's got super Hollywood now. She's in it. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is in it, I believe. Oh, wow. Uh, anyway, long story short, so she was doing the press junket along the red carpet, and her PR person told these two black reporters, oh, no, we don't have time for this. But she was in earshot of Holly Berry. So Holly Berry actually stopped the PR person and went over and gave an interview with two black reporters on the press tour of this red carpet event. That's pretty fucking cool. I didn't know Holly Berry was like that. I don't know why I would think she's not, because she certainly has put in her time talking about uh, Boomerang. Remember that Holly Berry? Right. Holly Berry Boomerang. You didn't even care if her feet were fucked up. Pretty black as fuck movie. So yeah, so Holly Berry has been black for a whole minute. I think with the last two babies daddies we have forgotten about that. Not to mention the Billy Bob Thornton shit was pretty fucked up. Have you seen that? Monsters Ball scene. It was. It was. I believed it. It's like I don't think they were not not having sex. Something was happening. I believe that that scene. That didn't. That looked a little too method for me. It was rough too. A little too method. I think she likes it rough. Mm, I gotta go. Probably not. But I will say. Judging from her Instagram lately, it looks like she is now prepared to do whatever needs to be done to maintain a relationship. Yep, I guess I got to follow. I did. Yep. You're missing out, man. You're missing out. She's ready. She's ready to do all of the things that she was not doing before. I don't know what that is. But whatever. Anyway, long story short, so good on Holly Berry. You're making room for people of color when the publicist said, fuck them. I don't know. People, people, people are, 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 you should know who you're working with. I think you should know who you're working with. They give a shit about these types of issues and you should, you should, you know, you know, you should have uh, some understanding of the expectation of the people you represent. That clearly did not happen here. Glad Holly Berry did that. Apparently she's known for doing shit like this. I did not know that. That's makes makes folks aren't so bad. Not touching that one, but yeah. So in any event, oh, I see. Um, I see one on here where she's got like some rings on, and then like she's showing off her her bikini line, and like she got a happy trail going and everything. Uh, she kind of, you know, she's kind of, you know, she doesn't like being constrained by much clothes. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm, I'm, I hate, you know, do you? I'm, I'm here for her, living her best life, being her free, freest self. You know, I, I'm glad. 
By the way, we've talked about this. Just a reminder. Fuck you, Wesley Snipes. That's why she's deaf in one ear. You remember that? Did we I, talk about that yeah, here? Yeah, I remember that. We did. Yeah. Wesley Snipes beat the brakes off Holly Berry. That's why she's deaf in one I ear. I thought it was David Justice, though. No, no. It was not David Justice. It was definitely Wesley Snipes. Because David Justice says, hey, I didn't do this shit. It was definitely Wesley Snipes. You got to believe light skinned people. You do. You do. Particularly light skinned Yankees. I mean, what's, where could it go wrong there? Um, uh, he's always a brave, if you ask me. Go ahead. Sure. Rings. Just saying. Um, speaking of people who don't have rings, but have a lot of, of uh, I guess you could say, finals appearances, Donald McNabb. You know, this fool's like openly, like, uh, Campaigning to be led in the Hall of Fame. It's pretty funny. What? Like, he's almost begging Donovan McNabb. You, do you think he's Hall it's of like, Fame? He's like campaigning for himself to be in the Football Hall of Fame. It's like, oh, dude, no, that's not how this works. You can't. Don't do that, man. Anyway, uh, we talked about some sism. We didn't talk about them thrones because fuck them. That's why. Um, I don't really want to talk about politics. Yeah, huh. you got some politics you want to talk about? I don't give a shit about politics. I only talk about it because you want to. Trump's in in uh, <laughs> where is he at? He's over in okay, Japan. Trump is about uh, to get reelected again. He's over in Japan. Uh, oh, let's talk about this shit though, real quick. So. Donald Trump early in the week was supposed to have a meeting between himself, himself, Nancy Pelosi, and Chuck Schumacher. That would be both houses of the legislative branch, the representatives and the Senate. Um, one, the majority leader of the House of Representatives, two, the minority leader of the Senate. Are you joking when you say Schumacher? Are you? Do you mean? I like. Do you mean Schumer? Are you? Is there something? I meant Schumer. Oh, sorry, okay. I thought it was a joke that I didn't get. No, no, no. I'm. I apologize. I've actually been doing a lot of movie heavy stuff, and for some reason. Uh, Joel Schumacher was on my mind. Schumer, Chuck Schumer. Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, they were to meet to discuss a bill on infrastructure in the United States. You know, bridges, that sort of shit. Perhaps walls, I don't know. Trump uh, apparently uh, abruptly ended the meeting because he cannot talk with Pelosi or Schumer while he is under these terrible investigations. I agree. By the Democratic Party. You agree your president can't do more than one thing? Yep. Did you remember when Bill Clinton was being whole ass impeached and the government shut down? Because I sure the fuck don't. <laughs> I feel like if you're, if you're the one bringing smoke to me, I don't, I don't have time. They have a job, man. Yeah. They have a job. They can, you can't. You can do more than one thing. Yeah. You can. You can meet on the. You can. You can tr- find middle ground. Isn't that what politicians are supposed to do? I guess. But when did they make a rule book for how a president's supposed to be? I don't remember them, them ever doing. Oh, that. roughly. This is about um, the late 1700s till now. But it, where's their book? Show me the. Show me the rule book of how a president should be. There's a president rule book. We learned this shit in that Nick Cage movie. So this motherfucker storms out of the meeting and says, he tries to pretend like it was some shit that just happened spur of the moment. And he has an impromptu 
uh, press conference where he talks about, I can't govern being under all this scrutiny by the Democrats on these groundless investigations. I wanted to meet today to talk about infrastructure, but right before the meeting, uh, Nancy Pelosi said that I'm engaged in a cover-up. Right. So I'm, I was so angry, I had to have this cancel this meeting, have this impromptu press conference. Just one fucking problem. Be honest. If you were having a spur-of-the-moment meeting where you had to get some shit off your chest because you yeah. just got, had enough out of nowhere. Right. How much time do you think you would need to have people go to Kinko's and print out, you know, demonstratives and cue cards and handouts and leaflets and such? Till I say so. Because he had demonstratives, cue cards, handouts, leaflets and such saying, no collusion, no obstruction. <laughs> In other words, the shit was not spur of the moment. <laughs> He had been there planning to do this shit. <laughs> He's just, so goddamn incompetent. He didn't know one said, hey, hey, but if we have all this shit pre-printed and ready to go immediately, then it won't be like you just did this. <laughs> I'm laughing because he well, wouldn't. That shit was it. laminated. What the fuck, man? God damn. God I'm, I'm okay damn, man. I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. I don't know. Speaking of, I don't know what the fuck we're doing, so I don't know if you've heard... I'm sure you have because we saw it in the Slack room, but a federal judge in Alabama says the new Alabama abortion law um, approving abortion across the board when a heartbeat is detected is uh, unconstitutional. Um, The judge that did that, uh, black judge, black male judge. So we'll see what happens. Probably going to be appealed. And one of these cases will make it to the Supreme Court. But for now, the the uh, Alabama law is not going to go into effect just yet. Yeah, I told you it wasn't, that shit wasn't going to stand. I knew it wouldn't. Well, it's 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 you know it's going to. All of these cases are going to hit. Let me rephrase. One of these cases is going to go to the Supreme Court. None of these I don't cases think they are want the Alabama Ro- one to do it, but one of them will. None of these cases will, retu- will overturn Roe versus Wade. It's not going to happen. How could you possibly think that? I don't believe but it. I just don't believe it. That's crazy talk, man. I don't believe it. I think that I think that Roe v. Wade was a good decision. I think that it, it that it's it's logical and it was a good decision. And I think that people mistook my argument from a few weeks ago as meaning I was against it. It wasn't that. It's, it's I think there's a logical uh, decision. I don't know what's going on here. I think it's a logical. I don't think it's going to be overturned. I think it's ridiculous to. For I, I, I'm not sure if they're trying to prove a point. Honest, that's some very wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. I hope you're right. Yeah, I'd love for you to be right. I'm right more than not. But I just think there is an agenda that's lining up. Yeah, and the makeup of the Supreme Court is now there's one guy that's going to determine this, and it really just depends on how he wants his legacy to be. Yeah, and but, we'll see. But I think that most people, I think I think that most people are supporters of Roe v. Wade. I think that most people are. A heavy majority are. Yes. We've grown up under 50 years of women having that option. Yeah. It's the system that's in place. It's the same thing. Let me rephrase. That's not true. It's a similar thing to, you know, the healthcare issue right now. We've now have a system in place, lots of things tied to it. To upturn it now is going to cause social upheaval at great you know levels across the country. See, I think is that's that what the, we're I really going to do. I don't know. I think that most people are against the way healthcare is run now, though. 
And I'm not talking about the Trump No, way. but they would rather have some than none. And the okay. way the hospitals, the way everything is set up is to work with this system. Yeah, but I don't think people have been a supporter of the way the hospitals and doctors and the way insurance is set up. I don't think most people have agreed with that for many years. So that one, I believe, could be overturned based off of but, just— But you got to have something there, B. Yeah, you're right. If you don't have anything ready to go— and that's the problem with the Trump administration is they don't have a viable plan right. for health for uh, for healthcare. Right. If you don't have something ready to go, then millions of people are going to have you know going to fall through the cracks and have horrible shit happen to them. Right. Because they will have zero safety net. Right. Right, right now, that motherfucker is a little afraid, yeah. but it's there. But you you repeal that you repeal ACA with no replacement. You got a huge fucking problem, and it's not just people. It's also the hospitals, the pharmaceuticals, and et cetera. So. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. I hope you're right about Roby Wade, but I don't know, man. We'll see. We shall see. And uh, back on Trump, though. So there's a lady running for president, uh, Senator uh, Amy. Well, I don't know if she's a senator. Amy Klobuchar. Um, actually, she is a senator. She was. Uh, she's a Democratic presidential candidate. And she recently, by recently, I mean two days ago, said that during Trump's inauguration, that then late Senator, Arizona, Arizona Senator John McCain, who was sitting next to her during the Donald Trump presidential inauguration, guess what, guess what John McCain was doing, what he was talking about to her? <laughs> no idea. John McCain kept reciting to me names of dictators during the speech. Okay. <laughs> because he knew more than any of, of what we were facing as a nation. He understood it. He knew because he knew this man more than any of us did. Oh, God, I'm so tired of this. She, she said this shit. I know, but I'm tired of hearing it. I'm tired of hearing the Hitler. Would you lie on a dead man? <laughs> I mean, you could, I guess. <laughs> He's not going to be able to dispute it. Yeah. Does it sound like something somebody would make up? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just tired of the, the narrative. Like, uh, come on. Like, he's not Hitler. He's not Lenin. He's not Stalin. He's, come on. This is I've already told you he's floated and his supporters have floated, tacking on an extra two years. Yeah. So what? That's not, that's not Hitler. That's not our democracy, sir. That's not how this country works. Everybody was saying they wanted Obama to do that. Everybody was saying they wanted Obama to do that. So because the people wanted Obama to do it, and the opposite is Trump wants to do it for himself, that's different. It's the same thing to me. No, man. We have a constitutional. We have rules. There's a rule of law that's being ignored. I mean, this shit's broken. Listen, we don't talk a lot about politics right now because it's all fucking bad. And, you know, there doesn't seem to be, you know... Uh, light around the corner other than the election. And even then, who knows? I mean, you got Joe Biden, who's, you know, probably going to be the Democratic candidate. Joe Biden is the author of the 1994 crime bill. That's the reason why uh, a lot of uh, neighborhoods of color have been decimated by three strike laws and whatnot. He can't this win. Joe Biden. He can't win. And this motherfucker won't even say, hey, maybe I could have done that better. Joe Biden, get in here. Nigga. He can't win. Just say you was wrong. It doesn't matter if he was wrong. He can't win. He can't win. He just say, hey, you know, we didn't look at the data. At the time, well, we, at the time what we were working with, we thought this was the best thing there was. 
And, you know, going back, we, we perhaps we've done things slightly different. But just categorically saying, yeah, and I'd do it again. You're like, hell, we all hated black people back then. It's like, what the fuck, man? You tie that shit with, you know, his uh, anti-busing. I mean, that's the problem with lifelong politicians, that if, you, if, you're, if you're around long enough, you're going to be on the wrong side of some shit. Probably more than once. Yeah. Um, but this country, I believe, is still not ready for someone completely new, like that Pete uh, Buttigieg. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's cool and all, but do you know any black people? I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> You're just one. Right. <laughs> Can you tell me the nature of the relationship? Oh. Oh, he was your 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 Uber driver. Oh. You had a very long conversation. Interesting. He's our caddy. Yeah, I just don't I just don't feel like Pete Buttigieg knows any black people. Ironically, the only black people I think Bernie Sanders knows is Sean King and uh, fucking Killer Mike. Killer Mike, yeah. We're going to be all the way 100. Yeah. I'm also not convinced Bernie has actually spoken to black people. Like, he claims he was marching with Dr. King. I'm like, I don't know if Dr. King knew you. Don't know. Don't know. Joe Biden only knows black women. That's fine. Uh, Sweet almond dead black women. It smell good. I, I'm just saying, man. Uh, this shit is really crazy, and the type of change we need is not on the horizon anytime soon. And you know, for those of us that are wanting to be a part of trying to make things better, this is going to be a probably another lesser of two evil situation. Nope, um, Trump's going to win again. Whoever comes out of the Democratic side of it, no, Trump. And gonna win I don't again. know, man. There's no Democrat that's worthy. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can, you know, as much as I don't want Donald Trump to be reelected, can I say that's impossible? Absolutely not. I can't. You know, if you, you listeners, just do a little research on Lindsey Graham. That motherfucker's like invasion of the body snatchers. It's like, I don't even understand the current Republican Party. I just don't know. The rule of law has like gone so far by the wayside, I don't even know. Lindsey Graham in particular, he started off saying all these you know, general, general comments about morality and a president doesn't have to legally break a law to not be, to still you know, be, uh, be held accountable and maybe, and maybe impeached. He said this shit back during the Clinton impeachment. Now, it's like, fuck it. He's like Trump's main mouthpiece. It's crazy shit. Is it though? Power. Absolute power corrupting. So, you know, there's actually going to be more shit coming down the pipeline on politics. It's a steady stream of horribleness. You know, things could be a lot worse. Be honest, you hear about what happened over in, in England, Brexit? I don't know what happened. Well, basically, their president, uh, the prime minister, because they don't have a president because they have a queen, the prime minister, Theresa May, had to step down because no one will vote for her Brexit plan. Now, they do things a little bit differently over there in England. Like they yell at each other and shit. I love it. They might get in the fisticuffs. I love it. Yeah. So it's like she's basically been impeached by everyone. So she's she has no power to do it. She can't push anything forward. So she resigned. Now, you know what the problem I had with her resignation? She ugly cried. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> can't go full retard. Never let them see you ugly cry. <laughs> And I was thinking to myself, man, I would love it if, if Trump ugly cried, but 
I don't think we're going to see that in this lifetime. Even if he goes to jail, we're not going to see him. No. Yeah, man. So it's uh, so Theresa May, don't let the door hit you in the ass. Uh, that's what happens, uh, be honest, when you run on um, stroking uh, racial fires and nativism that eventually, you know. Right. Um, uh, you know, those people are pretty fickle and it can go sideways on you in a hurry. These days. And so are. London's about to be completely fucked. They have to leave Brexit, I think, um, I want to say October, maybe? They have to leave? I don't think they have to leave, right? They no, can... no, 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 no. They got to leave. Oh, wow. Brexit's saying, hey, you know, we're going to give you this last extension because we're not assholes, but there will be no other extensions because, you know, we actually are assholes and fuck you guys. Oh, okay. Damn. So London, the British pound, who knows what the fuck that's going to be? I don't know. They don't know. They have no plan in place. That's kind of a huge fucking problem. Yeah. What if the dollar, what if you didn't know what a dollar was worth anymore? Right. That's going to be London. You think that's not going to affect us? Eh, you're wrong. Part of a global community, we trade shit with them. If their money's no good there, you know, what's our money and their money? Right. So many, so many questions. They're unanswered and they're fucked. As are we. So I don't feel fucked. Give it time. Give it time. Anyway, man. So I had a little little Asian on Asian schism. <laughs> the answer was, dude, white is right. Duh. Duh. Yeah, we had a little Trump be Trumping. You know, he's fucking up that uh escalating that trade war with China. It's going to only end well. Speaking of which, did you hear that shit where uh, they were trying to pass the, uh, what was it, $19 billion aid relief plan no, I didn't hear for about that. farmers? Mm, didn't hear about that. In U.S. or in China? In the United States. Okay. Because of all the uh, tariffs and, tr- and the backlash of the trade war that's about to hit them. Yeah. And one senator, not senator, one uh, congressperson from Texas voted against it. And because he did, uh, the bill has to is undone. Trump was going to said he was going to sign this shit. So one <laughs> one congressperson decided that he wanted a full out debate on this bill that literally everyone else who was present voted for in the con- in Congress. And as a result, the farmers will have their aid package delayed indefinitely. Crazy shit, man. Crazy shit. I wonder who paid him to do that. Crazy shit, man. Mm. Lobbyists. Cause fuck people. That's why. <laughs> this is. I think his name is a uh, Chip Roy. Maybe Chip Roy. He's like. I think we should talk about this more. Fuck you, farmers. Okay, Texas. Good luck with that. That's an American name, though. Chip Roy. It is. It is. Chip Chipper. Anyway, man. So yeah. So things are actually. You know. Be honest. You keep talking about. I don't have any consequences to show under Trump of how my life is negatively effective. Man. Affected. Looks like that's coming, sir. It's coming. Looks like that yeah, is coming. coming down the pipeline. Yeah, so, you've you told know, we'll me see. that. It's coming. I've, I've heard that a few times. It's coming. What do you want to tell you? The man is not competent or efficient. Or doing Even that in bad. Even fucking shut up. Or doing that bad. <laughs> Even in fucking shut up. Uh, you know, he said that his approval rating should be 65%. <laughs> that's what he said. But it's not because of the witch hunt. Yep, I agree. It should be 65%. It should though. be. Prison reform, lowest unemployment of black people. It should be 65, 66. You know, he also says that he is the most transparent president. I agree. In the history of presidents. I agree. 
Notwithstanding the fact that unlike all previous presidents, all of them, even the black one, <laughs> they, he has not turned over his tax returns. Oh, tax returns. Some, come on. How, how silly. It is silly. Why should we care where he gets all that, you know, I don't all care. those Russian rubles he's making? Why should we care? I don't care. Right? I, <laughs> we'll see. But uh, in any event, uh, New York has now passed a law allowing its government to turn over the state tax reform returns to uh, a congressional uh, committee if requested. So Call me when they pull out the handcuffs. Oh, like Lindsey Graham. I don't know if that's going to fucking happen. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, man, that's what's going on. That's what's hot this week. Um, it's you're listening to us. Uh, tomorrow will be Memorial Day. I'd like to, you know, wish everyone a happy Memorial Day, and uh, hope it's a time of reflection and a time of uh, refreshment. And uh, you ready to hit, hit that four-day week? Yeah. Like they do in Europe, because that's nice. Four days. You get you do anything special for tomorrow, man? Uh, maybe just throw something on the grill. Well, I'm not going to. My wife is. I don't really cook, so I'm just going to eat something that she throws on the grill. We're not going out yeah. anywhere. Yeah, it's beneath you. I agree. Um, <laughs> see the way my marriage works, so I will be on the grill tomorrow. Ah, cool. Actually, I'm having an event at my local gym. I'll be there all fucking day. Yay! Yeah, that, that so, sounds like a, a that sounds like something you don't want to do on your day off. No, it's not because I'm going to be tired, hammered, and probably a little tipsy, and so that's going to make Tuesday just amazing. Yeah. But in any event, uh, listeners, you out there? Hope you have a wonderful Memorial Day. I don't have anything else to add. Be honest, I want you, uh, unless you got any more, any random schism. I just wanted to say that we had a, a few technical difficulties during this show, so there may be some cutouts here or there. Trust that that I took my time and tried to piece things together. If they didn't come together all the way, I apologize. We'll make sure we do better next time. Other than that, though, black on both sides. We're nothing, we're nothing is black and white. I apologize for nothing. Peace.